Hey friend, welcome to On The Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a multi six-figure entrepreneur, co-founder and president of HypeU Media and CEO of Danielle On The Daily Coaching. What I'm really interested in is helping you live a life and have a business that is a full body yes. So through all of my education and all of my experience, I'm bringing you two episodes a week where I will guide you and give you the tools necessary to scale a massive, sustainable, and sexy business using your intuition, wealth energetics, and human design. What we can call it is business biohacking. So if you're down for that, then I say let's frickin' go. I'm so glad you're here. the daily family welcome back to the show okay i have a really special fun episode for you today and i haven't ever done one like this i've done interviews one-on-one but i have never had a group of five other incredible women uh on with me and today we have just that so i have asked my mastermind my launch with power mastermind group to join me for this episode because earlier in the week we were having such an incredible conversation about the Rihanna performance at the Super Bowl and not your typical conversation about Rihanna's performance at the Super Bowl. It was so much deeper and it led to so many other thoughts. And of course, like my brain being the way it was, I was like, bing, we have to have this conversation on the podcast for everyone to hear. So that's what we're doing. So not everyone from my mastermind is here, but there are um, five of them here. And I'll kind of introduce them and ladies, you can say hi. First, we got Olivia Nelson. Hi. Say hi. Hello. We got, we got Cordy Jasinski. Hi. We got Miss Tia. Hello. We have Marcy. Hello. And we got Bree. Hi. And we have Jennifer. Hi. So everybody's all over the place. We got people on the East Coast. We got people on the West Coast. We got people in the UK. We got people all over the place. Um, and what this conversation really started was, was I just, I was seeing, I saw a quote actually about the performance and it was about how Rihanna came to the Super Bowl and knew she was enough. And I'm not, I'm going to butcher the quote, but it was really powerful. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly how I felt. I felt like she came, she stood in her power. She did exactly what she said she was going to do. She did it solidly. And I just wish that all, and like my hope and my prayer for all women is that we can all feel that in our, in our power someday if we don't already. And so I was like in my mastermind group, I went in, I was like, we have to talk about this. Like, what are your thoughts? Tell me. And immediately Olivia was like, oh, I have thoughts, but I'm curious to know yours. And it just kind of started into this like incredible conversation around like personal power and the way that we look at like pregnancy and the way that we look at our businesses and the way that we allow our brands to shine and like what's expected versus what we do. And it just led to so many different tangents. And so I don't know where it's going to go today, but we thought we would continue that conversation on um, the show. And Olivia, you were like the first one to really like say like, I have thoughts. So like, what was your, like, what, what was your biggest like feeling about that performance? And like, how did that performance make you feel? Cause you were posting a lot of memes about it. Yeah, I was. It's funny because I was excited to have the conversation and 
I didn't get off of watching that performance thinking, I have thoughts that I want to like take to social media and share with the world. Um, I thought the performance was amazing. We all know Rihanna is a baddie and she showed up and she did what she was there to do. Nothing more, nothing less. I really feel like the performance spoke for itself. And even my husband was like, I think that was one of my favorite <laughs> halftime shows I've seen, which I was like, awesome. I agree with you. But then the next day I got on social media and I saw all these opinions, which is a whole nother conversation about some filtering I probably need to do with people on social media. But just, I mean, people were all over the place. And I think my biggest takeaway from what I was seeing was like, there is this standard or this like societal belief that we need to always overperform to be considered worthy. And I'm like, we don't, we don't. And so those were some of my thoughts and a little bit of what I shared. And I mean, it was, it was full of opinions. And then I saw some memes that I thought were pretty funny. So I was sharing those, but just all in good fun. Um, but I just think we need to, we just, our worth is not revolved around our overperforming. Absolutely. I, and I, I remember you saying that and you said that there's probably like some filtering I need to do, which yes, this is like a completely different conversation, but there, I didn't see any negative feedback about Rihanna's performance on my feed, like nothing. All I saw were the people who were like calling out the people who were talking bad about Rihanna. And I was like, wow, what does that say? And that was like a whole deep dive into mine being like, oh, well, it's because over the last year I have gotten like really fucking clear on what my boundaries are. And like, there is nobody that's going to get through. Like I, like my leaky energy has completely tightened. Although there was a time when everything on my feed was like this, this feeling, that feeling. And now it's not, but yeah, I mean, that was like a whole different part of the conversation. But Tia, you said something about, we were talking about how, um, what was it? You were like, it, you said that the, the things that people were being, were praising her for were actually like the masculine qualities of that performance or, or some, I'm going to mess that up, but I want to hear, I want you to elaborate on that because I, I think that that's a huge piece of this. Yeah. And for, for me, like what, what really struck me was, was that energetic quality and her absolute like commanding energy and space. And in my, like I'm somebody who I'm, I'm very energetically driven. That's like one of my wheelhouses that I coach that I live in. And so to see somebody be suspended in, in space, in time, and without a lot of extra performance qualities, command space of hundreds of thousands and it like it literally felt like she was holding every single human in the palm of her hand mm -hmm. and she didn't need bells and whistles she didn't need extra dancers although like there's nothing like there's nothing wrong with it it's just it's a different type of performance and what really resonated is when we were talking about how Rihanna's a projector and someone like Beyonce is a gener generator mm -hmm. correct I'm a projector and like I've been learning a lot about honing into my superpowers and one of the things is like this like quiet almost like dominance in a beautiful way and like coming in and just having such a different perspective that she, like causes 
a ruffle. Like it causes people to talk about it. And at the end of the day, she's going to go down in history because she caused a conversation and she gave a performance that was different in a way that sparked interest and filtering that into like businesses and Instagram, social media. I feel like we're in such a world that is dominated by like the bigger, the bolder, the better, the sparkly, the the everything. Mm -hmm. And when you get something that is not necessarily smaller, but it's like softer, but in a really profound way that has texture and dimension and you feel it. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a different way to hold space. Absolutely. She, I always, I've always said about Rihanna, she is the queen of doing the least, but it coming off as the most. And as like a generator, that's something that I don't, I, I do everything huge and big and loud and neon and in full technicolor, but that's, but that's authentic for me. And I think there's a difference between, and this is like kind of the conversation, actually Cheyenne, who's one of my private clients, who's not on this with us, but she had messaged me earlier in that day and said, you know, I saw this meme and it was like, Beyonce did that whole performance pregnant. Like you're not too tired to work today. And I think this goes along with what you're saying. I'm like, first of all, like the fact that she's pregnant, like, yes, it's an, of course it's anybody who's had a baby watches somebody do that. And you go, get it girl. (laughs) Yeah. Get it girl. Because I couldn't breathe at that point. See, like I feel you. However, that was like not even the important part. And it almost like it praised for me, it praised the wrong thing. Like what we were praising, because like what she displayed, yes, she's pregnant, of course. And yes, being pregnant is like the most divinely feminine experience you're going to have if you allow it to be. Marcy can talk about that all day, but like it's the most divinely feminine space that you're going to hold. And she did it. And like you said to you, like, to your credit, she said, like, you are, she, she came and she stood so beautifully in her power. She held the space she came to hold. And that wasn't enough for some people, obviously. And then the people, even the people that it was enough for, they said that the reason why it was amazing is because she showed that like, if you are pregnant or like, you know, if pregnant women can do it, then like, so can you. And that's actually like, that's actually praising the masculine qualities of that performance. And actually what she displayed was about the most powerfully feminine performance ever. Right. Yeah. It's like they, we as society and culture, we missed the mark. She hit the mark. Mm -hmm. She nailed it. Yeah. And it's, it's the, the conditioning that society has placed on so many of us, this, this like hustle, get up and go, go, go and go and grind. Mm-hmm. And what she's, what she left, especially with me was like, no, like you, you can show up fully as yourself and like you, you drop a profound bomb and then you just wait for that resonance because mm-hmm. it'll happen. Mm-hmm. And it'll be the type of resonance that gives people chills. Mm-hmm. Marcy, you, like, obviously you and I have talked about this a lot. Like Marcy and I, we've been in lots of spaces together over the last year. And when you were pregnant, we were having conversations about this a lot because like there is a societal conditioning when you are pregnant, like if you are pregnant and you are not doing the most all the time, 
then you are not doing it right or you're not like a worthy pregnant person, right? And this was something you struggled with because you are such an achiever. You are such a perform, like performing, like you like to be on it. You like to get your shit done. And like you quite literally, right? Like you, you hit this point in your pregnancy where you were like, I'm going to just accept that I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. Yeah. It was a huge part of the journey was the surrendering and the Mm. receipt, like really it's, it's how I went from doctors telling me I couldn't get pregnant to getting pregnant very quickly was really feeling into this feminine energy space, which was all so new to me. And it was Mm. so new to me throughout that pregnancy. And you know, there was this part of me that my whole life, I've been the one who's like figured out how to get it all done, how to do it all, how to be all the things. And so it was really the first time in my life, in my journey, in my business that I gave myself the permission to at many times just be pregnant. And that was enough. It was enough that I was able to take care of myself throughout a day to make Mm -hmm. sure that I was taking care of me, which is taking care of baby. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it really is, there's so many things out there. Um, and I think it's really, it, it was really sad to see some of these posts that were using it as a way to shame people mm. uh, for not doing more, for not like, you know, I think we all, for those of us who saw, you know, some of these, some of these posts, cause I was like you, Daniel, when I woke up in the morning, I had nothing but people saying wonderful things about the performance or calling out the people who were saying it wasn't enough, despite the fact that she was suspended in air while seven months pregnant. Mm -hmm. That's not enough, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but I thought it was interesting to see, you know, the conversations that kind of came from that. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, like we missed, we missed it. We missed it. It's, it's not to say she's pregnant and she's doing it. So why can't you, it's to say, no, she did it. And she didn't have to Right? like I post Mm -hmm. about this done is better than perfect. Mm -hmm. Personally, I think some of us believe that it was perfect because she was so in her power, Mm -hmm. but for those who weren't satisfied because it wasn't so big and, you know, this spectacle, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, we're celebrating the wrong thing. And in mm-hmm. that we're in, and this comes up in, in, you know, in some industries where there is a lot of shame mm-hmm. uh, for not doing it a certain way or being, the, yeah, being the most. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I do appreciate that some people who were called out were openly having that conversation and clarifying what they meant. And um, open to those reframes, not everybody, but some people were, mm-hmm. um, but I do. Yeah. I think that this is such an important conversation that we're celebrating, you know, I, I don't believe in right or wrong, but celebrating, uh, um, something that is supportive to people who are watching and following as opposed to celebrating in a way that's shaming other people. Well, right. And like, it's like what we say, like you're celebrating the masculine side of this. And like, we live in a world and Cordy, I want to get your opinion on this because this was that when we were in the boxer talking about this, this was something that you were like, oh my gosh, like you just like opened my mind to something like we, as a society, we are conditioned to be in our masculine energy, right? She's pregnant and she's doing the work and she's grinding. And wow, that's what we should be really celebrating. Like, holy shit, that's amazing. Yes. And 
what we should actually be celebrating, what we should actually be recognizing, which nobody's recognized. Well, we are. And there are other people that are recognizing this, but what the masses should be recognizing is not that this woman like hustled through this performance seven months pregnant. It's that this woman, this human, not even like, it's not even like a gender thing. It's not a pregnant thing. It is this human that exists in this time and in this space showed up 100% in her power, did not need validation from a single person and did exactly what she wanted to do the way that she wanted to do it and didn't give a flying fuck what you thought about it. And that's what we should be celebrating. But people don't see that because if we're not, if we're not living in that, those are the people that saw that and went, it wasn't enough because they're so conditioned to grind, 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 grind. Don't stop till we die. Hustle, 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 hustle. Right, Cordy? I mean, tell me your thoughts because you obviously are like, I come from like a different generation. And so this is, this was like a mind blowing conversation for you. Yeah, because that's what we've been taught. I mean, our generation, you freaking go to school, you go to college, you get the job, and you just work your ass off. You just mm -hmm. work, 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 work. And most people work for somebody else, which is, I don't even know what that's like. My husband and I work for ourselves. But even working for ourselves, it took us a long time to learn. And mm -hmm. I'm still learning that you don't have to grind all the time. Mm -hmm. I, like you, didn't see much on Rihanna, but again, you know, I was, when we were watching the performance, I just thought it was amazing because like we went to see Elton John this year. We went to see even Lady Gaga this mm. year. And you know, they're all in different seasons now. Rihanna's a mama. She's in a different season. Mm -hmm. It's different. You know, mm -hmm. we go through seasons of, I mean, you know, I, you know, I was wild and I got calm and then I got, you know, we all go through seasons mm -hmm. and it sucks that women, we always are having to prove ourselves. It's like, mm. why do we always have to prove ourselves? We're mm -hmm. always having to prove ourselves. We want that permission that it's okay. But whether we're right or we're wrong, there's always going to be the, I mean, people find whatever. They look through a haystack to see like, okay, what can I find wrong with this? What can, there has to be something wrong because they don't want other people to shine either, mm -mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And the whole pregnant thing, I was very fortunate I loved my, I could be pregnant all my life. I had beautiful pregnancies. I had energy. I, you know, whatever, but I've taken naps all my life. I still do. So I did take my naps, but I had great pregnancies. And so, yeah. you know, maybe to her, it was no big deal, but I didn't even think about the pregnancy mm -mm. until like later when I said, wow, I don't see any boobs. I don't see any, you know, I, that's mm -hmm. what I was thinking. I said, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And you can hear her voice mm -hmm. and she mm -hmm. sang, but mm -hmm. I think we're just conditioned to work till, like you said, work till you die. The, I hate the quote, you know, you sleep when you're dead. No, <laughs> I need to sleep now. I'm going to sleep now. I'm not going to sleep. That's, I have a lot to do before I'm dead. Yes, but I need to sleep to do it. So, you yeah. know, but I just think she's in a different season and you know what? That's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. That's okay. But I, you know, the only quote I saw was the one that, hey, she did it pregnant, so no excuses. And it's like, what is what does that even mean? I mean, mm -hmm. we all have, whether you're pregnant or not, we all have shit, right? Yeah. So, you know, we may be sick, we may be this, we may be that. So I, you know, I do believe in prioritizing and working for something, but don't mm -hmm. kill yourself and don't mm -hmm. like 
believe me, I'm the first to say, don't get burned out. Because mm-hmm. once you're burned out, it's real hard to get back on the wagon. Yeah. Well, it also, it goes to show too, like I think um, Alex, another one of our mastermind that's not on here with us, but she said, you know, when I, I said, when she first saw that, her first thought was, well, it, when I was that pregnant, I couldn't have done that. So hats off to her as if like, as if the reason why she had a subdued performance without guests, without like fire and a, like riding in on a dragon, right? Like does, she did because she was pregnant, she couldn't go all out as if that's the truth. Like I believe that that performance would have looked the same whether she was pregnant or not. Like I really believe that Olivia, you're nodding. Do you, you have something to say? <laughs> Well, I disagree with everything you're saying, but yeah, I agree. I think it would have looked exactly the same. And she just, she's so confident in what she's doing. She just truly stands in her power and she shows up and she does it. And like you said, she does the least, but achieves the most. And as someone, that's kind of what I coach on is like, how can we, I have been as I'm an entrepreneur and I've been in positions where I was just burning myself out and my, I found my worth in that. Mm-hmm. And now it took me a, a minute to get here, but now like my main goal in life is to do the least to achieve the most because I am an achiever and then retire in my thirties. I mean, Amen. you know, and, and get to choose when I want to, you know, quote unquote perform for mm-hmm. free mm-hmm. or self-promote mm-hmm. because she has her makeup brand and just get to choose to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Brie. And I know Jen, you, oh yeah, Jen, you've been, you've been talking about this a lot lately. And then I know Brie, you're like going through this, like Brie's like going through this, like currently. So Jen, I would love to hear your thoughts on it because I know you were saying some pretty awesome things. Yeah. I'm just thinking as I'm listening to this, how we we're so hard on ourselves and it, it feels like a lot of those comments and a lot of those posts were obviously from other women, not necessarily from men commenting. Um, and it, I feel like it's because we see ourselves in other people and what we're not achieving and what we're not measuring up to. So it's easier to cut down that person, their performance, the reasons behind why they did something big or did something too small, whatever it is. And they do that because they, it's like feels better. It mm. makes you feel better rather than making you reach for more mm. or just let that person shine and be the way they are. Mm. You you have this need to excuse yourself and what you feel that maybe you're not measuring up to by um, detracting away from somebody else who is actually just completely standing in who they want to be and acting how they want to be. And I feel like for the next generation, because I have three girls So I am so aware of those girls not growing up like I did feeling again, I was an entrepreneur too from I was 15 and having the the work ethic was the thing that I was praised for and, and the hardest worker, the most hours I went back to work after my pregnancies after two weeks and it, it literally nearly kills me. So with my last baby, I actually decided I, I breastfed for longer. And mm-hmm. if I hadn't done that, I don't think I would have sat down. But like yeah. even that, it's like 
I had to really work hard to get rid of the I'm just sitting here feeding a baby thing and not mm-hmm. doing anything else mm-hmm. and not being on my phone or working or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we really have to stand up for these girls coming through to not show them that that is how we live. Like there is a better way and it should be done differently. You just nailed it so hard. Like every single one of us, like I know you all are listening to this. I mean, it's on YouTube, so maybe you're watching it, but everybody on here was like snapping and like dropping like imaginary mics. Like when you were talking, (laughs) like you just nailed it. Like that's exactly what we're saying, right? Like there is this, this projection that comes from women who have their whole life been made to feel, and we're all conditioned this way, to the only way to success is if you are available for everything, if you say yes constantly, if you are willing to perform, if you are willing to go the extra mile, if you're willing to do what nobody is expect, no man is ever expected to do, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the way that we are successful. And so I think you're right. I think for women, when certain women who are not standing in their power saw that performance of someone who like literally could like do like a cat, like one little flick of the wrist and the crowd goes wild, that's going to trigger something inside of someone not standing in their power, right? That's going to trigger something to go, well, that was not enough. Like, because that projection is I have had to work my ass off my entire life and I will never perform at the Super Bowl. And this woman can come out here and do the least, but it acts as the most. It is solid. It's beautiful. It's powerful. And I am going to project my pain onto this situation because I am unable to recognize my own feelings of inadequacy and lack and scarcity. That's ultimately like, that's exactly what it was. Brie, you're like going through a lot of this now, like the deconditioning of having to like perform and prove yourself. So like, what were your thoughts on all of this? Yeah. So for me personally, like I enjoyed the show. Like, I mean, definitely always been a fan of rereading. It was like, Hey, throwbacks, you know, but it was like the way I saw it was, it was just her showing up authentically and genuine. And it maybe would have been quote unquote simple to some people or lacking, but like, it wasn't like it was generally her being her. She showed up. She gave us what she what we wanted, you know, and then like even to a greater extent, like I don't know if any of you saw the memes because my page was the same as everyone uh, like Danielle's and Marcy's like it was either positive or it was like Olivia's and it was like funny memes, but like of the like overall thing, not like anything against her. And so like there was one where it was like she really did give us the guest performance we wanted. Like she announced she was pregnant, pulled to Beyonce, like, you know, like celebrated that. And so like for me, like I the one quote that I did see that like, in a sense, caught my eye or was like on my feed was actually from another like content creators page that's like into yoga and holistic stuff and wellness and all of that. And her approach to it was is how like, when watching it, she felt like it was in a sense, how you feel within like just yoga and going within and just very peaceful. And that true balance of like, masculine and feminine, like Mm. she definitely showed up, like, of course, she wasn't getting paid for it, but she promoted her business. And you know, all the things, maybe music will come back or won't. But like, at the same time, she's pregnant. She looked stunning. She wore red, like so many things that also like played into that. So there was like just that balance and like beautifulness to it that like, I feel people didn't even see that perspective of. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's so, it's so interesting. And I, I, 
I want to go back like Tia when we were talking about like Beyonce because this was like a part of our conversation in our Voxer the other day like we were saying you know and and there were people I know that I, I saw something about somebody people were comparing like Rihanna's performance to like Beyonce's and Gaga's and Madonna's and all these other Super, Super Bowl halftime shows and I think what people are missing is like there is no difference in the way that Beyonce showed up to perform at the Super Bowl and the way that Rihanna showed up to the Super Bowl. There is no difference in the energy that they showed up with because both of those women showed up completely in their power, not trying to prove themselves, not trying to do anything that, you know, they weren't they weren't like asked to do or to do more than they were asked to do. The difference is these two women, what standing in their power looks like is different for each of them. And I think we have to realize that. And this goes back to the human design conversation. And Tia, you said some really beautiful things. So I'm going to let you like piggyback on this, but like, like we have to start to recognize that standing in your personal power is going to look different for every single person. And that is okay. And anything that is like, we're all running a race. We're all trying to evolve and ascend and expand our consciousness and like grow our mindset and reach a finish line. Like, right. We're all trying to do that. And she can show up and do it like that. And she can show up and do it like that. And I can do it like this. And all of that's fine as long as we're moving forward. But the problem is the person doing it like that is yelling at everybody saying that that's the only way to do it. And this guy is saying that that's the only way to do it. So then the rest of us are looking side to side and now we're distracted and we're actually not moving forward. And like, what if we actually just get to the place where we let people, not just women, like we let people move in the way that they are aligned in moving and really encourage people. And instead of like demeaning people for not having it be more or having it be too little or having it be too much, right? Too much. I've been told I'm too much my whole life. Like instead of doing that, why don't we surround people in this beautiful council of you show up as you, I show up as me. And as long as we are in our power and moving the collective forward, everybody wins right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, there's, I don't know if there's anything more powerful than creating a container and a space that encourages and nurtures and gives way for people to identify their gifts. Because each mm -hmm. each and every one of us has our own gift. And the, the thing of it is, like, it is our responsibility to not only discover it, excavate it, nurture it, and also to then bring it to life mm. and to make it as authentic as possible. And to then use that radiance, that vibrance, and encourage somebody else to do the same in theirs. Because mm. the only way we're, we're going to create light and, and like a collective experience in the world is if we all turn the light on, on our own gifts and we got to illuminate together and we got to give each other permission and hold the space together to climb up together. Mm -hmm. Thank God for Rihanna, you know, like thank God for Rihanna showing up and yeah. like, 
reminding us that we can, we can be like, we can truly just be who we are. Like that, that was power. You know, this is, we talk about this a lot. And like, that's why I love this space. And like this mastermind is going to turn into a rolling mastermind as of March 1st. So if you're out there and you like are looking for a mastermind, like this is the space for you. A lot of these women are going to be carrying on with us. And this is why spaces like this are so important. When I say a council, right? I mean spaces like this. This is why it's so important because these are the kind of conversations that we're having as the world is like, you know, talking about whether or not, you know, she's showing up the way she should. We're having a conversation about like the bigger picture, what this means as a collective consciousness, like how this performance and how performances like this and acts of power like this can shift industries and shift generations and shift the trajectory of consciousness as we know it. Brie, you have something to say? Yes. I just wanted to piggyback off your like last topic with Tia and you. Um, Cause I think like in the greater perspective, but then her standing in her power, it was just, and like being her was simply just proving like we are enough as is like, whether mm-hmm. it's however we are. And again, that kind of tor- like goes back into like what we've been talking about and like what I'm transitioning through, but like, when and even what like Corey had said about being in society of like or getting out of the society of just the grind and the hustle even if it's toxic or in a sense in my case like overly masculine and not feminine balance um and just kind of like shifting the path like whether that was for women in general or the workspace or the industry or like multiple different platforms like it was just an eye-opening experience if people saw it from that perspective or even if they didn't having that like open mind to seeing it in other ways besides just like a performance that didn't uphold what you were expecting or you know what have you during a football game like (laughs) yeah 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 I think too it was my first thought um when I saw it was how easily she could have hidden that belly, right? And there was a time where somebody showing up in that space, it it would have been, it, you know, it would it would have been the thing that like, oh my gosh, I can't believe because she easily, that was, that belly could have easily been hidden with the right, but no, she decided to accentuate it. And that's where I, when I was watching it, I was like, get it girl, like you show us that belly. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to go, um, to go on what Brie was just talking about, like just the the decision, like she, she could have hidden it. She could have said no. And so that just plays into, right. This idea of like her being in her power and being truly authentic of that is that she met us exactly where she was. And mm-hmm. I think it, it shows, I think the, another thing to celebrate that is supportive is that it shows how, how far we've come. We have a lot, we know now with this conversation, we have a far, a, a long way to go, but it also shows us how far we've come, right. And we get to celebrate the progress and mm-hmm. celebrate that pregnant bodies are more accepted than they've ever been. And it's because of moves like this, that, that pave that and normalize like why it's not normal. That's another conversation. Um, but we're normalizing pregnant bodies, which is beautiful. Jen, you wanted to say something? Um, yeah, I was just off the back of what Bree was saying about being good enough as is and authentic, but the thing is that it, depending on what age you are and how long you've been conditioned and how long it's been since you actually 
has started to do any work to decondition yourself from the things around you and your programming from school and everything, no matter what your, your life has been like, you need to find who your authentic self is so that you know that you know who that is so that you can feel that that's enough because so much of what we feel is really based off of other people's opinions and other people's viewpoints that we just keep absorbing and obviously human design plays into this a lot I've really been learning about that and and how we act but yeah like digging into who you really are is the key I feel to knowing that you're enough yeah I just want to add going back to what Marcy and Jen just said too it's like there was no level of imposter syndrome there like showing off the belly there was no like oh I haven't released an album since 2016 so I'm gonna do whatever like have this elaborate costume I'm gonna like set the stage on fire I'm there was no imposter syndrome and I think that's such a lesson it's a lesson for me it's something that I'm working on working towards and I think it's such a lesson for probably most people listening is like just having that level of confidence and like I'm gonna show up and I'm just gonna do what I came here to do Mm. yeah I love that Olivia and I think like for me my my, my sort of expression for this, this year was authentic alignment. And I think one of the, the best gifts each and every one of us can do for the world and the betterment of the world is to show up as our 100% most authentic self mm-hmm. and to do the work that allows us to shed the layers that we need to so that we can show up because in doing so, we then hold space for somebody else to show up as their authentic self. And it's like, if there could be like a takeaway for myself and from this whole experience is that authenticity is one of the most radiant gifts we can offer. Like this woman showed up after not releasing an album since 2016. She didn't bring out a guest. She didn't bring out fire. There were no dragons. There were no anything. She didn't have a costume change. She literally, I mean, the set, the set design, like let's give it up for the tech and the set designers of that show because like the unsung heroes of that performance were for sure the tech squad that like made that happen. And like, I read that, like I follow the choreographer Paris and like, she's been choreographing that for two years. Like this is not something that was just thrown together. And like Rihanna shows up and she just does it. Like Olivia, that was such a good point. Like we all, if, if one of us didn't show up, you know, at a certain space. If one of us hadn't like, you know, like I've been like this, like if I, if I don't put out content for a while, I feel like when I come back to content, I have to like, (gasps) like, it's like this, this need to overperform. And like this bitch shows up and she's like, Oh, I don't actually care what you think. I have hits. I am a billionaire. I'm going to promote my beauty line and you're going to like it. And if you don't like it also not my problem. Namaste. Like (laughs) I just, it like still blows my mind. Like to this moment, it still blows my mind. <laughs> um, so as a manifester, that's something that I think is, oh, it just, it, it puts me in my feels because I, the idea of showing up, this idea of consistency, right? Showing up um, every day, all the time. Like, no, there will be periods where I am on social media 
all day, every day. And then there will be periods where you'll wonder where I am and if I'm okay. Um, and learning that, right. Like, I feel like I battled so much and just, again, just the permission to be who we are and to, and just the gift of human design that like, I, for so long shamed myself for that because I, I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could show up with the consistency that everybody told me I felt like I needed to have, you know, and then enter human design and learning that I'm a manifester. I'm like, oh, all of a sudden this makes so much sense. And it was the permission you talk about this too, right? That human design gives us permission to be our authentic self. Um, and I think it's just such a beautiful, a beautiful piece of this. Um, I actually wouldn't be surprised, you know, if Rihanna was a manifester for that reason, because she has had these seasons of activity and rest that we've seen. So yeah, I just, it's, it's such a gift that we have that, that in our wheelhouse now. Yeah. Well, listen, um, y'all, if you have questions about this, like, you know, I love my DMs are always open. I'm going to put the handles of all of these women in my in the show notes. So if you want to go follow them, I highly suggest you do. They are all incredible visionaries in their own right. And so I hope that you do follow them. And if there's any questions you want to continue this conversation with us, you can join Launch with Power Mastermind, which is becoming a rolling mastermind as of March 1st. That is currently open for registration. You can click the link in my show notes. You can come to my website, daniellemcleary.com slash work with me. And, um, ladies, you're amazing. And I cannot tell you how much this conversation has like completely shifted so many things inside of me. And I'm just really excited to just be in this world with you. <laughs> so I think it's really powerful. So thank you all on the daily fam. We'll be back next week with more episodes, but have a beautiful day. Bye y'all. Bye.